What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Montreal have the number one overall pick and hosting the draft this year. What's that town? going through this week uh well you know what rod i get the sense that it's going to be a real party here this week considering that this has been two years in the making to to witness what happens on thursday night when they uh when kent hughes or whoever Mm -hmm. announces the first overall pick first time since uh since since doug wickenheiser back in the early 80s this is the rod peterson show Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. It's hour two, and we're live from Cody Snyder's Bowl, busting on the beautiful Sutina Nation, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, as you can see over my shoulder. It is day three, and the sun has come out to play. It's episode number 794 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. We're coming to you live on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 U.S. states, including Florida. And we're also live streaming on YouTube. Hey, got to get the camera on this guy. Look at this guy, Brinson James. How you doing, Brinson? Hey, man, it is beautiful. The past two days we've had a little bit of cloud cover, and it is, oh. It's a perfect day. I'm glad. I'm glad to be riding some bulls today. I'm glad to be watching some bulls riding. How about that? (laughs) So I got to tell you, here's the thing. We're going to be talking rodeo for the next 20 minutes, maybe longer. It's going to go by fast. But what we've been doing today is talking about the other sports topics. And our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, Capital with dealerships all across the prairies. What will you be watching and focused on tonight? The National Hockey League draft with round one going in Montreal. Mm -hmm. The Canadian Football League week five kickoff, which I'll be at in Edmonton, Calgary and Edmonton. The Major League Baseball or other. And we were talking about all those things. The other, in the case of Brinson James, would be rodeo and specifically bullfighting, bull riding here at Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin'. So I got it all, the business out of the way. I watched this guy the other night, the night one, I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. I told you I come from a rodeo family. You must hear this all the time. There's nothing like you, man. It's a, I'm just, I've been in the business my whole life and I've seen all of them and everybody that can do it. And uh, in high school, I was always the kid that was a little bit different. You know, I mean, I always, if everybody's wearing shorts, I had pants on. If no one wore a hat, I had a hat. You know, and I, that was my little thing. I like to be a little bit different. So that's the, my main goal is out here is to be different from everybody else. If it's good or not, I'm just trying to be different. Well, and I, I yelled at you the other night. You were on the rail, and I said, what's your Instagram? And you turned, and you had, a, like, a name bar across the back of your shirt, Brinson. And I was trying to pick out your accent, Florida. It's, it's a hard one to pick out, ain't it? It is very hard. Yeah. yeah are you a bit of a mutt that way? Exactly. Yeah, no, my, my whole, all my family's from Texas. I'm the only one that was born in Florida. So I'm, I'm got a little bit of Texas, got a little bit of Florida. Uh, you know, I got family all over the place. But, yeah, no, Florida is a, it's a weird one because we've got a bunch of Yankees from all over the place that come down and you pick up a little bit of everything. So tell the folks what you're all about because a very good friend of our family's Lee Bellows. What we, I don't even think he likes being called a clown. Barrel man is what he would prefer. For sure. Yeah. yeah. No. So our, our uh, the rodeo clown, barrel man, entertainer, it was all one job back in the day. You had to be a bullfighter and you had to be funny. You know, and my dad, he, he did that. My dad is a rodeo clown. Uh, he's been, uh, he fought bulls for 12 years before he became a full-time uh, a clown and entertainer. And then he had me and we were a clown team all growing up. And right about then when he had me, the, the job of the rodeo clown really started to split 
and became the athletes of your bullfighters, and then your entertainers that could be funny and and keep the crowd entertained and stuff like that. So, uh, and that was you know my dad really pushed me into the the funny and comedy and entertaining side. Even though the the bullfighting side was really fun, I, I've tried it a little bit, but you don't make near as much money than over here on the entertaining is that side. Right? Hey. Oh, it, which is crazy. These these bullfighters are risking their lives for forty bulls a night, and they're getting half of what I'm getting. So it's 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 crazy. It's yeah. Crazy. Well, and I have to. I don't want to tell your story. I brought you on to tell yours uh, for you to tell your story. But I just want to say I've been going to rodeos for forty years, watching my brother because he's a competitive steer wrestler, team roper, and rode a bull once to qualify for the All Around Cowboy Award, which he, which he won, I believe. But I'm, my jaw was on the dirt here the other night with you because I'm like, I have never seen anything like this. And I'm sitting there trying to think, you probably can't get into a arena of bulls without some sort of certification or experience. You could die. Oh yeah, no. This is this is the most wild and crazy event ever on the you know on the planet. Yeah, and and it's it definitely helps that you know I was born into the business. I the, the we I was born in Florida, but then we immediately we were lived on the road. My mom and dad and I lived in a, a big kind of like a NASCAR trailer, a big forty foot trailer, and that's we lived on the road rodeoing for a living. We didn't have a house, and so we traveled all over the United States and up into Canada, and that was uh, and that was what we did. And I and I started uh, in the arena when I was two years old, singing the national anthem across the country i sang the the national anthem in the la forum when i was three years old and so i'm i've been in the arena watching it being a fan and being a part of the rodeo my whole life and that's what dang sure helps out here is i can see when something's going to go wrong i can kind of see when everything's going right and i know when to get the heck out of the way because yeah. these bulls, I mean, these things are absolutely insane. Um, we got our protection athletes that are our bullfighters here, and I mean, hats off to them because they're out there and right in front of them, the most dangerous bulls in the planet, and and they do it every day and look at make it look easy. Well, that's why I appreciate the professionalism, and I'm checking the time because I know this is going to run away from us. And you got time for two segments? Can you stay course, 40 minutes? Okay, great. I'm um, good until uh, 7:30 when the show starts tonight. Okay, <laughs> okay. we're good. Well, I just. The second I laid eyes on this, and the people that are watching that get it will get this, I just noticed the light of you. You shine it. And you told me in the lobby of the hotel the other day that the Calgary Stampede is this the granddaddy of them all, or is that it's sh- the it's the biggest of big? I mean, yeah. it says it up there on the top of the grandstands, greatest outdoor show on earth, and I and I believe that to to the, to the core. It is uh, f- from the b- production side to the cowboy side to the grandstands in itself. It is the biggest and the nicest of the nice. So, do you feel like? You made it. This, uh, well, this is your first, right? It, it is. So, um, I, I was uh, a. A awesome uh, partnership with uh, Flint Rasmussen in the past couple years. Um, he is the legend of the, of the best of the best as well. Um, and he had it for 18 years. And so they've uh, kind of passed the torch on to me this year. And I've, I've stepped up into his position. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And I'm, I'm blessed to be a part of it. And uh, we had our first little run rehearsal this morning. Um, show starts tomorrow for the very first one. And, uh, yeah, there's 37,000 people sitting in the stands watching you. It's a little bit different than your backwoods little bull riding. Right. So I got a little bit of shivers yesterday driving in downtown Calgary seeing the backside of that stadium that said GMC Stadium. That sign that went up is new from what I can tell because I've been driving around here for months. So I got a little, uh, well, you, you can't be stage fright, I wouldn't think, in your role. It, yeah, well, it's, uh, for me, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, is 
I've been in the arena so much my whole life is I'm more nervous from my day-to-day stuff, from from, from 10 o'clock in the morning, because I like to wake up a little late, 10 o'clock till 7, that's when most of my nerves come on. And then once the show starts and it's 8 o'clock and we're having a good time, like here at the Bull Bust, and that's when I feel most comfortable. So, yes, it is totally different. The very first time when I sat there at the Calgary Stampede and a bucking horse went out in the arena and the cowboy fell off and 30,000 people went, ooh, oh, it makes your bones shake. So, I mean, it's definitely a little bit um, nerve-wracking stepping up on the stage right in front of them. But after I get that first performance out of the way, it's going to be gravy for the rest of the of time. Of course, yes. Oh, you're going to kill it. That's the whole thing. It's the anxiety leading up to it. hundred percent. Once you're in there, that's home. Yes, sir. Right? And if anybody has questions for Brinson, because obviously I can, I can go all day. So I don't want to hog him, <laughs> right? If you 902-518-3033 is the text line uh, to reach us here at Cody Snyder's Bull Bust. 902-518-3033. Uh, tell the folks where you are hanging your hat now. So uh, I'm from Florida. We um, live right in uh, Micanopy, Florida, a little bitty small town, uh, north central Florida. Uh, my mom owns a little restaurant right there, and I'm on my time off. I hang out there, help her out. It's a little ice cream and coffee shop right there in uh, Micanopy, Florida. And uh, But, uh, I mean... I'm everywhere. This is uh, this summer is one one of the most busiest summers I've I've ever been. Um, actually, this is uh, I'm kind of starting the middle of or 18 days in a row performing. I've never done that before. I was at Fourth of July. I was in Oregon. Come up here to the Bull Bust and immediately starting on the fifth and then going straight on into Calgary. Uh, after that, goes on into uh, Kelowna. Uh, for a Wednesday night uh, bull riding and then come back to uh, Czar Lake. Never been there before. Heard it's going to be an awesome show. Mm-hmm. But then uh, on till uh, go back home, immediately go to New York, Pennsylvania, Texas, uh, Pennsylvania again, Oklahoma, and then all the way over to the eastern side, uh, Quebec, for the largest rodeo on the east coast in uh, St. Tite, Quebec, and it's a uh, middle of middle to end of September. Then come on back home. So uh, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. We're I have about every day planned from here till maybe November. Yeah, well, that's a nice feeling. Right? Definitely. Yeah. No, it's a good to be back. You know, it's uh, this is going to be the first performance of the Calgary Stampede with no restrictions. And so the, after after COVID, so we're g- glad to be back. And it's going to be, you know, one of the biggest we're hoping. You can follow on Instagram, by the way, at Brinson James or Facebook, Brinson the Entertainer. And I still don't think you've answered the question. I, I must not have uh, worded it properly. You are different than anybody I've ever seen. So yeah. explain how you do that. For sure. So uh, a lot of uh, a lot of people love to, you know, just kind of mimic and kind of bring some old older routines and, and kind of bring some new light to some older things that have been done before in the in the rodeo business and and like I like I said I like to be uh, I, I'm dang sure not going to do something that somebody else has done. And that started with my my look. And uh, and I wanted to look different than everybody else a lot of people are you know the traditional rodeo clown had the big baggy pants like like my father did um still does uh, with the full clown makeup uh, of you know covering up your whole face and uh, i've changed that up with uh doing i first went to golf pants uh, and golf pants with a tucked in with a nice belt collared shirt and uh, and then now I kind of switch it up. I have a, um, a full bore who makes my uh, uh, all these outfits for me that are just wild and crazy. But they have the collared shirt, long pants, shirt tucked in, and actually we just went to no makeup. 
So uh, and there's not many people that have been kind of doing that because uh, yeah, I'm not really a, not really the clown no more. We're the we're the hype man. We're the we're the entertainer. We're here to bring the you know the energy to the show, and that's my thing too. Is uh, instead of telling a corny old joke, I would Ray rather be dancing and get these people ready to you know cheer their their loudest for a, maybe a 90 or 95 point bull And that's the heart of it is we've all been to rodeos and it's the barrel man standing there having a conversation with the announcer while the rodeo's going on and that's not you. Well, I'm I'm a super right? fan. I'm a yeah. super fan of bull riding, super fan of rodeo and I'm I have the best seat in the house. I'm right there in the middle of it and so one of these bull riders told me before, "Hey man, it, it, when you get these people screaming, it feels like I could ride anything." And so it, I took that to heart, and wow. and, and so I, that's my I, that was my goal is I want these people to be so intrigued and so playing along and feel like they're such a part of the show that they're going to scream, clap their hands, and help these bull riders get the most points they can. And so that's that's my biggest goal is just to get these people moving. If you just turn your, turn your television set on, Brinson, the entertainer, is with us. He is entertaining here at Cody Snyder's Bull Bust. Somebody will be doing the same thing at the Calgary Stampede beginning this weekend, the greatest outdoor show on earth. Now explain to the viewers, please, what you did to me before we went on air, how this was a bit of a slow going, this Calgary crowd on Tuesday night. Uh, for sure. Yeah, no, this is a a, um, a totally different uh, type of event here at the Bull Bust. And um, the Cody Snyder has put together, and it, it's uh, it, only because we have a bunch of businesses coming out. Everybody's here to visit with their co-workers, drink beer, have <laughs> some fun, and they're not really just 100% into the show yet and they've never had somebody out here in front of them asking them to play a part of the show like like i am and so everybody's just kind of laid back drinking beer <laughs> double watching double yeah. fisting yeah and just kind of uh, observing the show just like you said and so i'm uh we had to come at it with a little bit different i had to come out with maybe a little different attitude um had to kind of get these people drinking a little bit more and yeah so we we came out a little bit different and uh, we got the people partying. Yeah, no, it took uh, the first day was a little a little bit slow. Second day, people were catching on. Um, by the short round, the last uh, ten bulls um, last night, shoot, we had people doing the wave, arms up in the air, having a good time. And by tonight, you know, it just gets better and better as the week goes on. And and me and uh, uh, Joe, the announcer, he's uh, this is the very first time we've ever got to work together. And um, we're clicking, you know. After the second performance, we're really getting to know each other, really getting to our vibes together. Um, Ted Stoven on the music is a, a Calgary native, and he is killing it right now. He's he's hot and getting the people moving too. So the team is all back together. The team is jiving, and uh, yeah, we just get just keeps getting better every day here well, at the I Bull Bustin'. You guys could be quite the tandem moving forward, but I could also tell night one you hadn't worked before, and I think all the people here were like me. They're like, what? is going on with this guy you know what i mean because when you run up and down the rails brinson and by the way folks i've hogged all my questions but yours there are a lot of come in so we'll get to Let's that get next to segment but you almost fall off the rails like every time well th yeah no and <laughs> the biggest thing for me is you got to get the people's attention you got it you, i mean from standing out in the arena of course you're kind of out there in front of them but to get up on top of the fence, up on top of the speaker, get up in the crowd with the people, 
they can't help but look at you and pay attention. Then oh, yeah, so, there's no way they could ignore they you. They cannot. So and so that's my deal. Is I, I when I want your attention, I'm gonna do something to get it. If it's baby fall off the fence, if it's a backflip off the top of the bucket shoots, if it's if it's dancing and shaking my butt right there in the middle of the arena, I'm gonna get your attention, and then we're gonna turn that into some you know some high screaming and getting ready for the bull riding. Do you have a dance or acrobatic background? Um, you know, I had a trampoline. And I watch a lot of YouTube dance videos, and that's about it. Self-taught. 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 My dad was a dancer a little bit in, in, his, in his routines and stuff like that as well. And uh, I'm always moving, always dancing. I'm a, I love music, all types of music. Um, uh, me and my mom are in a little bitty band together, and uh, she plays the ukulele. I'm on the percussion, and it's, uh, yeah, no, so I'm always about music, always dancing, always got music going. And, uh, and I love that. I love to just dance out there and, and have fun with the people. Does that make you want to watch Cody Snyder's bull bust under the Calgary Stampede? How about it? This guy. How about Brinson it? Brinson James, which un- not that? unfortunately, it's all sold out. But when you start to hear where this guy's going to be, you're going to want to come watch him. So when we come back, if you don't mind, we're going to talk injuries a Let's little bit. Let's do it. Uh, we got a sports update. We have the viewers' questions. And uh, also coming up, our lacrosse insider, Stephen Stamp. And Taco Time viewer takeover. We'll be right back. You are watching on the Game Plus Television Network. We're also live streaming on YouTube right now. And you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're looking at the Calgary Stampede GMC Stadium, and it all gets going this weekend. We continue to broadcast live your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show over here at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. It's about, I don't know, 6K from Calgary Stampede Arena, and Cody Snyder's bull busting is going on. It is night number three tonight. And just before we bring back Brinson, the entertainer, the entertainer, not really the barrel man, I guess. We'll get into that. Uh, I told him we had some good comments here. Steven's watching in North Dakota. He says, I might subscribe to the Cowboy channel just to watch Brinson tonight. Uh, from Roger Yee. says, I've given him a follow at Brinson the Entertainer. Woo. There you go. That's from Roger. Um, and Roger go, also asks, I guess I'll get to the sports update at the end of this. He <laughs> says, Rod, please ask him how the stampede compares to PBR events in the USA. Because this is lowly old Calgary. LOL. Well, there's nothing lowly about it, and you know that, Roger. That's why you laugh. But it's a good question. How does this event in the Stampede compare to anything else? So, I mean, of course, the Stampede is, it, it blows a, a lot of stuff out of the water. I mean, it, it is the biggest. I mean, um, there's tons of great events across the United States, but it, it, people do, they, they know rodeo up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they know rodeo, and it's a great mix of longtime rodeo fans and very first-time newcomers. And that's who I love. I love the newcomers that are just trying here to you know, try something new and have a little bit of fun with us, you know, with some Western boys. And so that's a, uh, it, it definitely is up there on the list. Of course, there's some great ones in the United States, but by far one of my favorites. Okay, good. Uh, from the viewers, Stephen in North Dakota goes on to say, oh, in all caps, awesome guest. Moose, can you have him on for a regular rodeo update? 
Maybe sponsored by Bronco Plumbing and Heating. Love it. And he says, Brinson needs a rock star of the day hat. We give our rock stars of the day hats, T-shirts. I got them here, so I'll give you one if you yes. wouldn't mind. You just take it with you wherever you want. I'll take it. Uh, from Todd uh, Pinkney, he says, get Lamley's to sponsor the rodeo update every week. One thing, Brinson, I don't know if you've got off the campus here or not, but there is a belt, jeans, boots store on every corner. For sure. Have you noticed that? I have. I have. I, I've Ubered quite a few places around here. Oh, you have? Just through yeah. the past couple of days, just run into a couple of meetings and stuff like that. And yes, I, I, that's the favorite part about the Calgary Stampede is you go into every business and they got a white cowboy hat on. Absolutely. And that's what makes the Calgary Stampede the Calgary Stampede is the whole the whole city and, and surrounding cities get into it when the, when the rodeo's in And that means they're the good guy. Yeah. Because they're wearing the white hat. I love it. Okay, so I'll get to more of your questions in a moment, but back to mine. You mentioned your outfit. Uh, and go follow Brinson because your Instagram page and Facebook's full of all your colorful outfits. Yeah. It looks like a Lululemon type stretchy. What is it that you're wearing? It, it's it's kind of that a jersey type. type. It's very breathable. Um, you know, I work a lot of events, you know, summertime where, you know, it's very hot and stuff like that. Um, Live Full Bore is where I get all my stuff. Uh, they they really uh, create whatever you want. And uh, we work together and they're great, great friends of ours. Um, Ryan Ryan Bonnet with uh, Full Bore is a great guy and he's a uh, yeah, he's definitely stepped my uh, my game up just because at before every performance I say you look good, you feel good, you perform good. That is a fact. That is that and that's and that's how I feel and when you look good, you perform good and then that's that's why you got to go go with the good stuff. So I don't want to get too personal, but you you've been doing this 10 years. Uh, professionally by myself, you know, kind of hitting the big ones. Um, me and my dad were all, a clown team all growing up, but then uh, he had a bad accident when I was 18, and uh, and it really kind of it sucks, but kind of rocket shot rocket shot my uh, career up just to show people that I could work without him. Yeah. And so yeah, so I've been uh, working with the PBR here uh, since I was about 17, 18 years old. So the reason I say that is, it's you're no different than the bull riders. It's not if you get hurt. It's when and how bad, right. as they say. And you do have a scar here. Was that from in the arena or uh, something else? Uh, that was uh, that was uh, running around on the concrete when I was little. And, uh, <laughs> okay. It, it stuck with you. Oh, yeah. No. So um, I, I do get in the barrel. I mean, you talked about just a minute ago how the barrel man and stuff like that. It is part of the job at some of these rodeos. You know, because I do uh, not just these uh, big bull riding events like here at the bull busting, but it's, I do all types of events, you know, from, you know, ranch rodeo bull riding rodeo events and you have to get in the barrel sometimes so yeah no uh you get do banged around in the barrel quite a bit um i've been really lucky uh, um haven't really gotten super injured at, at all i i try to stay away from those bulls who are the bullfighters that's their job it's my job is to get out of the way and be funny um <laughs> but uh i do uh i do put some uh, acrobatic trips uh, tricks into my uh, into my show um big backflips i've been doing backflips off the top of stuff for for some time now and uh actually in saskatoon this past november I was doing a backflip off of the stage they have in the middle of the arena. It was a dark house. It was spotlights and couldn't see the landing and landed a little bit bad and uh, broke my fibula on my left leg. Then New Year's, my dumb butt decided to do another one and broke tib and fib on my right leg. And so that was how I came into the new year. Yeah, it was not good. And so, uh, and so that was my kind of first real, you know, hey, you better uh, think about your future and, and how long do you really want to do this. Uh, my dad is 63 years old, and uh, he's still performing, and, and, and I wouldn't be able to do that. I want to do this for the rest of my life. So maybe I might have to slow down a little bit on the backflips, but uh, we're, gonna, <laughs> we're, we're, we're still going to throw about 
Maybe, maybe one or two every show. Well, it's interesting with Stephen in North Dakota mentioning the Cowboy Channel, uh, which my brother subscribes to, and he got me onto it. So they're televising this here live. Or um, do you know who's the, carrying what? The the, sta- the stampede will be on the Cowboy but Channel. But not the bull busting? The bull busting, I do believe, is uh, definitely a Facebook Live type thing. We're doing posting a bunch of videos, a bunch of the high rides onto uh, bull busting Instagram and, uh, and Facebook and stuff like that. Um, definitely keeping everybody posted with uh, the high rides that are going on here. Yeah, well, I talk about following Brinson on Instagram. Go follow Bull Busted on Instagram. What they've put together for highlights has just been oh wow, utterly amazing. We have a couple guys here that are uh, their top videographers of Canada, and they can put together a highlight video that is amazing. So I'm sharing everything they put up uh, on Instagram on my page. So, yeah, thanks sure go check out these guys and, and see what you're missing here at the Bull Busted. Yeah, at Brinson James. And the one thing is... I was mentioning I came home last night from the Ferrari event. Mucky mucks, right? I turn on the TV, and the Ty Murray event is on from Texas. He's kind of got the Cody Snyder thing going on down there. And the wonderful thing about bull riding is it's almost like no two rides are the same. You know what I mean? Like For it's sure. always no. exciting. It's 100%. No, the, the you, you're working with live animals, and you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you never know what's right. going to happen. You can guess. You can guess, but that that's a, one of the big reasons why uh, entertainers are a must at these events now is because you never know what's if a bullet was going to lay down, if something is going to break, you know, in the back in the metal of the back pins or the bucking chutes, and so you need that kind of a guy that can buffer and keep that crowd entertained if something kind of goes down behind the scenes. And so yeah, no, so that's my kind of thing is to see those little things maybe starting to happen and then hop in there and get those people dancing. Let's have a little sing along. Let's uh, let's do something a little bit entertaining while something kind of they fix the background yeah and what's your cue to start entertaining people and what are your go-tos um, i saw a few the other night but tell the viewers if you don't mind for sure yeah no we I, I like i said i'm a big crowd participation guy so um at the bull bust in here uh it's a little different everybody's got a beer in your hand so you gay everybody put your beer up in the air let's all have some fun that's a good one to go to here but most of the time i love to get the people singing i love to get people we have a sweet carolina so, the other day, li- yeah. they sang that so good the other day and uh, um we tried a new one um just the other day it was uh four non-blondes uh what's up okay. and it was uh it worked it worked these uh, these party people were singing it so uh, yeah it's a, it's a team effort between me and the announcer and the sound guy just to have a little bit of fun well I'm, I'm going through the texts uh, from here from the viewers, and I'll get to more of that in a moment. I think, were you singing Living on a Prayer? The yep, yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> That's what we, we, it, we call it Lemon or Pear. But, yeah. <laughs> well, on the earth, i got to be honest. Look, most of our viewers, uh, it's 2022. We can get the data. Most of them are in Alberta and then Saskatchewan. I think 20% are in America. But I don't think they'll be surprised to learn that they won't be surprised that everybody had a beer in their hand. I'm ex- I'm surprised that Americans wouldn't each have a beer in their hand. Oh, is that a different or is it the same? No, no, it's it's the same. I mean, it's definitely the same. Uh, uh, as for living in the United States, coming up here into Canada and visiting, y'all like to have some fun up here, okay? <laughs> y'all like to have the y'all like to have the banquets rolling, and and that's the hey. I'm all for it, okay? The more partying we can have fun outside the arena, the more partying that's going to happen inside the arena. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, definitely. And we're to have the, the beautiful backdrop of the Great Casino and the event center right here with a with a, a beautiful band and a DJ after every night, it's a, yeah, no, it's it's a, a dang sure great setting for a good time. Have you dabbled in the cabaret? I did a little dabble. Yes, I did a little dabble last night. Good uh, for you. Maybe I hit up the dance floor just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, it... But definitely uh, tomorrow night will be a good one as well. 
Um, it's great people here. I, I love to hang out with the, our sponsors because you, the, the, a lot of the sponsors are in there at, at the after party. And we went over there yesterday and uh, got to hang out with the North River people that are, are the ones that sponsor me and brought me up here. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, really great people around well, here. Well, um, you may or may not, well, you don't know this, but I'm seven years sober. And uh, so I'm taking things very slowly. First stampede. And I went into the cabaret last night, did a lap, and I had people like, jumping on me and i'm like ah yep i don't think i'm gonna be long for this but that's why i went in slowly the band longtime friends of mine foxworthy just met the dj joanna yesterday yes. so it's kind of nice so everybody's pulling together to to create what you're telling me is the greatest pbr event uh, yes the, this is um it's won it before and it'll definitely win it again uh, for the number one pbr in canada is this wow. is this one right here? Cody Snyder has put together, and uh, and it's because he brings in the best of the best. He has the best bleachers, the best uh, staff around, um, and his staff is his family, his wife, his two daughters, and it makes it. I mean, as soon as I showed up, they had a, a, a bull busting hoodie for me. They all gave me a big hug and just welcomed me to be my very first time here at the bull busting, and I can't wait to you know to, just get it going again and have another show. I knew this was going to be great, and we only got about four minutes left. Um... Uh, I'll try to make it quick. Guy texted me the other day, and he said, how's Cody? Because I just met Cody Snyder this week. He said, is he still cocky? And I said, well, he's been unreal to me. But you're telling me if you're a bull rider, you got to be. You got to be. I mean, yeah, yeah. no, that's that. If in that locker room out there, there's so much testosterone floating around. He stinks. Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, it, you got to be a little bit. And... He he's knows the sport of bull riding, so it's it, he's one of the best guys ever to p- produce a rodeo like this. Or I mean, a bull riding like this because he's known it, he's in it, in it, he's been there, and he's actually right in front of the buck shoots all night, helping these bull riders. Each one of them have the best ride they can. And he's also sweeping uh, the grounds. He's yes, setting up I rails. Just, just seen him. And he's stopping here in the morning, going, "You got everything you need." Yeah, and, and that, he's and that kind of guy. And he's that's the commitment yeah. too. And that's the and that's what I, I thank him for for really bringing me a part of it because uh, I love this thing. Yeah, I love this place. Randy in Winnipeg wants to know what safety equipment does Brinson wear, Rod? I didn't see any on you. Sunglasses. <laughs> How about that? That's about, Literally. Like, that's about like my workout plan. It's not, it's not, not that much. Um, no, I wear a little. I, got, I get my uh, ankles taped nowadays. I'm getting a little older, you know. I'm 28. I'm almost 30, and so uh, I got to I get my ankles taped now after those two little injuries I've had. So after that, you know, that's about it. Uh, um, the bullfighters they get they ha- they're fully padded up. I get ready with them every day, and so um, they definitely have way more than me. But uh, yeah, I, I keep it easy. Uh, well, <clears throat> there's more questions in that unfortunately we don't have time for. But I was checking you out and i you were right in front of me right and i was like i don't see any because <laughs> you know the hockey girdle as they call it you know that's, sure. that's what a lot of bullfighters they the bullfighters wear them don't they oh yeah definitely i yeah. know yeah, they have a uh, um a big uh chest chest protector on both sides and a lot of them wear the the hockey um girl down on the bo- right. bottom or a, or a, a football kind of uh, and i girl. saw they're wearing soccer cleats or uh they basketball de- cleats yeah definitely the uh, man all of them also to get their ankles uh ankles taped up and everything like that. we have sports medicine here uh that are super awesome and help out with all the bull riders on all the bullfighters and get them everything they need and uh, yeah those guys are crazy for they only have a little bit of padding i mean it's not trust me it's not like they're all padded up they got maybe just a little bit of plastic in between them and they're still jumping on these crazy bulls heads so it's well, it's amazing sure and the viewers which i consider are my friends will not be surprised that i was like literally 
looking you up and down going, I don't, your, your clothes were tight enough that there's no way yeah. you could fit anything under for that. For sure. Yeah. No, no. So. It's, uh, I, for me, I, I, there's no reason for me to wear pads because I am not getting anywhere close to those bulls. But you never know, though. You must have gotten. I have no. So yeah. we've, we've had we've had a couple incidents where um, before we we have a shark tank that I'm sure y'all seen this arena here. It's of that. No, they uh, haven't seen it. Tell them what it so, is. So so we call it the shark tank, and it's uh, we put sponsors or some some people uh, uh, win the seats inside this little metal container shark I mean pretty much a shark cage like that would go in the ocean in the middle of the arena and they can get right up in the action and so the bull can come really right up close to them they can almost touch and graze that that cage and so we've had some pretty close incidents with me and not be able to get up there or getting down close there or yeah you're you're in there in the mix with some beasts so yeah you got to be got to be careful Brinson, thanks for all you do. May God keep you safe and uh, keep in touch. If you're back in Florida in November, I'll be there. Yes, awesome. We'll meet up. We'll meet up for sure. All right, Brinson, the entertainer. When we come back, Stephen Stamp and then Taco Time viewer takeover. We're live from Cody Snyder's Bull Bustin' at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Calgary Stampede, the place to be, the greatest outdoor show on earth. It's going this weekend. By the way, before we bring in Stephen Stamp, our lacrosse insider, a sports update moves are already happening around the NHL several hours before the draft begins tonight with the reigning Stanley Cup winners making a move to shore up their goaltending situation and a recent back-to-back champion ensuring a long-time defenseman was sticking around the Cup-winning Colorado Avalanche this morning acquired goalie Alexander Gorgiev from the New York Rangers for three draft picks, and the Pittsburgh Penguins also signed veteran defenseman Chris Letang to a $36.6 million six-year contract. In that Gorgiev deal for Colorado, they gave up third and fifth-round picks this year and a third-rounder next year. Meanwhile, there is legitimate uncertainty about who the number one pick of the NHL entry draft will be for the first time in almost a decade. The draft goes tonight at the Centre Bell in Montreal. The Habs own the number one selection. They've been considering Canadian center Shane Wright, Slovak winner Yuri Slavkovsky, and American center Logan Cooley. I'm sure they know. They just haven't told anybody else. And the Blue Jays open up a four-game weekend series at Seattle tonight. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room, your official home of Slow Pitch, open Wednesday to Sunday for the Tab Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. There is a lot going on in the lacrosse world and for that we bring in Stephen Stamp and I love it Stamper from Lacrosse Link because there is no off season. That's what you need to do right in this crowded sporting landscape now. I don't know where you want to start. Maybe with not the rumors, the real stuff we're going to start to find out who the Las Vegas Desert Dogs are here uh, almost any time. Yeah, the uh, picks have to be in within uh, – well, the picks are actually in, I think, to the league, but they're going to start announcing them in a few hours. So Vegas gets to pick one player from each of the 14 existing teams. The protected lists are in. The mock drafts are out. We'll see what happens. Um, they're going to get to pick a, a bunch of young players. Sean Williams is the head coach of GAM. So it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. 
a very different scenario than when we had two teams coming in at a time and you actually had a draft going back and forth here. Just Vegas, so it's like Panther City last year. They pick the player they want from each. But the thing that we will see, we saw last year with Panther City, uh, or the year before, yes, is the uh, is the deals that are made. You're talking about the NHL draft. There are already some deals in place. The NLL expansion draft, there are usually some trades that are announced as soon as the picks are made. Some of the players going back to the teams, teams giving up players to get their guys back or you know teams will give us send someone to not pick one player and take someone else so it's going to be fascinating to see how that all plays out yeah no kidding and i got to speak you are my lacrosse insider so tell me this what are the players saying i've seen the protected list but it didn't mean a whole lot to me other than the rush is this a preferred destination are the players saying to their gm leave me unprotected i'm good what are, what are the players saying about this i don't know that they're actually saying leave me unprotected but i i know a lot of guys don't mind the idea of, of going to vegas a lot of people really enjoy the town who uh, you know are intrigued by by the idea of going there the uh the team obviously san diego played an exhibition or a regular season game there a couple of years ago and it was uh, very well thought of so yeah i think you know there are guys who aren't going to mind winding up in vegas i don't think people like to leave their team if they you know if they feel like they've got a good thing going um there's a lot of uh, a lot of interest around the league one interesting point to me is you know you look back a few years when say philadelphia and uh and san diego came in and they were picking every team got to protect the 11 or 12 players they were picking from the players after about 100 were protected because there were 11, there were nine teams right now with 14 teams there's 156 players protected from this draft, they're starting well down the list of players. So it's, it gets trickier as the league gets bigger, as more players are protected. So they really have to do their homework. I think they're gonna make one core pick, Landon Kells, the goalie from Calgary, the backup of the young, uh, very talented young goalie. Uh, looking at Saskatchewan, I think the, the key possibilities are Jordy Jones-Smith, the defender who's really established himself as a solid, solid D guy, or Josh Courier, a veteran. I think if he's fully healthy, he's going to be a 30-goal scorer again. So that's a way to boost the uh, the offense and get some leadership. But there are a lot of questions. Craig in Calgary. Craig Drebit says the NLL is going to be amazing next season. I think Las Vegas is going to have a strong team, and I think we'd all agree the NLL is amazing every season. Uh, but also for the next crop, of NLL stars. The World Juniors going in Winnipeg. I guess next month already it's creeping up on a stamper. What can you tell the World Junior Lacrosse Championships in Winnipeg? What can you tell us about it? It's a month from tomorrow, August 8th to 14th. Uh, it's going to be so great. We're back in Winnipeg. We were there last year, as you know, and it was just Canada East, Canada West. There were still COVID issues. We didn't have any fans in the building. But this year, we've got six teams back. We've got Canada, the Haudenosaunee, U.S., Australia, Israel, and Poland, who are all taking part in 2019. Tickets go on sale starting next Monday. It's going to be so great to have fans. I'd love to see that arena packed and uh, really get the atmosphere. There was some great lacrosse. Some really good things happened last year, but it's always better when you get the fans in, right? So I think that'll be very cool. Um, you know, rosters being being accumulated. Uh, Australia announced some of their players a little while ago, so the excitement is building, and uh, it should be it should be great getting six teams back and um, look into ticket packages on the World Junior site starting on Monday. What is that website, by the way? Because people are just kind of going now. Wait, what did he say? It's Winnipeg. It's right. the World Junior Lacrosse. Where can they get all the information? 
Right. It is uh, World Juniors. Uh, you know what? It's funny because it auto populates for me, of course. Um, I mean, right. throw my glasses on. Google it. <laughs> Google yeah, it. It's just World it's Juniors Championship.com. Yeah, exactly. And uh, lastly, yeah. I don't mind rumors. I don't mind fake news. Your email yeah. caught me, um, got me interested in what you'd like to talk mm-hmm. about, what you're hearing out there. So what, what do you, what's the latest buzz at NLL expansion? So the big thing, and this is a long-term look, but Cody Jansen, who's the play-by-play guy for the Saskatchewan Rush in town there, tweeted out that Regina Exhibition Association is seeking $130 million stadium complex uh, to, to or com- community to basically with the idea of getting an NLL expansion team in Regina. What a, a rivalry that would be with the rush based in Saskatoon. Now they're looking eight to 10 years down the road. Cause you know, you got to go through all the permitting and they get the approvals, get the, the land prepared. You got to build the arena. So it's not like it's happening right away, but you know, you tell you talk about how exciting the NLL is. And I think it shows the appeal that it is having for folks when Regina is saying, we want some of that. We want to get in and, uh, and be part of this down the road. The last I talked to the NLL expansion committee about Regina, they told me this was not a market they were looking at, but that was four, five, six years ago, and I understand things change. So, Stamper, thanks for this. Uh, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll get you on again to talk about the new look, Desert Dogs, and all the rest. Sounds good. Great talking to you, RP. Our NLL insider, Stephen Stamp from Lacrosse Link. The Moose will rejoin us for one final segment. We'll look ahead to tonight's CFL game at Edmonton, which we'll be at. Round one of the NHL draft, whatever you'd like to talk about. Fires your text now, 902-518-3033 from wherever you're watching from across North America on Game Plus TV or YouTube. And we'll be right back. You can also catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Cowtown, and it is... Taco Time viewer takeover for the love of burritos. It's buy one, get one half off at Taco Time. And I just realized where we're going for Lupper Moose DuPont. That's the combo of lunch and supper. You know, yeah. that's a name. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah. You have? I yeah. thought I came up with that on my you own. You might have, but I might have heard it from you. Taco Time. Lupper. Buy one, get one half off at any one of the 120 plus Taco Time locations across Canada today. Uh, wh- how how are you doing, man? Good. C- clearly good. If we had the full camera shot, he's got shorts on, <laughs> no shoes. Not like I'm a whole lot different. No, but getting some sun. It's pretty great out here. The sun has come out to play. Yeah. The, the It's burnt off the mosquitoes. Yeah. And uh, I'll be thinking a long time about my interview with Brinson James. I just love that guy. What a cool guy, man. Oh, so cool. Rodeo entertainer, barrel man, clown, even though he doesn't use a barrel. Uh, it was great. Now, I said Taco Time viewer takeover. Jeff the Stamps fan has written in. Okay. And he says, Hi, Rod. I haven't been available to watch for the last few weeks, but I wanted to say, hit him again, ye men of Calgary. Go Stamps. They're at Edmonton tonight. I'm very much looking forward to the game. 
Serena said to me today, why are you going to Edmonton? I said, why not? It's live pro football. Why not? I want to be there. You don't need any other reason than that, you know? My first question is, why do you want to go to Edmonton too when you suggested it? But you know what? Because you want to go. If you want to go to the game, go to the game. Was it my idea? Of course. <laughs> I can't remember whose idea it was. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so you know, it's been a while. when's the last time you've been at a game in Edmonton? It's it's been a while. It's uh probably been three or four years since I've been at a game, a football game in Edmonton. So I mean a, a CFL game in Edmonton. I've been Alberta Golden Bears, but that's not quite the same thing. So I'm really looking forward to it tonight too, actually. I just hope the uh thunderstorms stay away. Uh, the poll question today is what will you be following the most tonight? And on Twitter, winning by a nose is the NHL draft. I'm talking 49% saying NHL draft, 48% saying uh, the CFL game, and then the Major League Baseball has a smidgen, and then other. And uh, so, it's again, it's Canada. That's what everybody cares the most about, NHL and CFL, particularly this time of year. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, uh, this isn't really the great breaking news I'd like to pass along, but Ryan McCarthy in Saratoga, New York, says the great actor James Caan passed away Yesterday, some of his best movies, The Godfather, Brian Song, Rollerball, Misery, and Elf. He didn't mention my favorite, Honeymoon in Vegas. And the series Vegas, which was shot in a uh, hotel, I believe, in Las Vegas. James Caan, you'd remember when he said that. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. We don't like to lose good actors like that. Um, Yeah, people are writing in with the breaking news on the Avalanche trade. D-D-D-D-D. There's a whole heck of a lot going on, Moose. That's what I know. Even in the dog days of summer. There is. And, you know, you look at tonight in the NHL draft, what what makes it really exciting is that, and I don't think every team has a first-round pick. I'd have to go back through the list to see who doesn't. But every team that's drafting tonight and their fan base is sitting there thinking, we have an opportunity tonight to draft somebody who can change our franchise. You're going to draft a potential top-line player. That's what you're hoping. You know, and it doesn't always pan out. Most of the picks, you know, you know, don't pan out into superstars. But that's the excitement around it is we're going to get somebody new just out of the draft and plug them into our top line, and our team's going to be better. On that, and in a moment, uh, Ryan in Toronto is watching. He says, the show went by so fast today. Enjoy the game tonight. I'll be following along on TV. Yeah, look for us because I have no idea where we'll be. Um, I'm going to be honest. I've said it before. I guess we'll be tuned in and probably listening to the NHL draft on NHL radio, I would think, as we drive up to Edmonton. And that's cool. I'm kind of checking out on the fake news. Somebody wrote in here and said that Kevin Weeks, the sexiest new insider in the NHL, has reported that Marc-Andre Fleury signed a one-year deal with Pittsburgh or uh, Minnesota, quickly shot down by Darren Dreger on Twitter. So I understand that certain... Fans want to get all hot and bothered and horny about this and chase their tail. I'm just not here for it. Free agency opens on July 13th, or let the teams announce their news like Latang today. You know, I, I guess as a Marc Andre Fleury fan, I would be popping champagne corks for two minutes only <laughs> to hear the Dreger say, No, no, that's not right. What's entertaining about that? I know. Well, there's nothing entertaining about being wrong. No. <laughs> wrong news out there. There is the entertainment of, 
you know, knowing that your team has signed a, a marquee player or, or is close to signing a player. I remember, like, how many years ago now that I was really a bigger fan you know, let's say the Toronto Maple Leafs than I am now. I mean, I'm still a big fan, but in this business and as you get older, you, you don't treat it much like a kid. I would read all the rumor sites, every single one, trying to get some glimpse that they might do something that to get me excited that they have a chance to win a cup. 99% of that stuff never panned into nothing. But it was just kind of like, it's like shopping through the catalog, right? Nothing's, you're not well, buying anything. You're talking to the guy on the show that, from a CFL perspective, and as much as I could do for the Western League, I know what those guys are doing. They're trying to whip up hype, get clicks, get eyeballs. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's not my deal anymore. So I'm going to do what I want to do, and that's go to the CFL game tonight and and follow the draft. But I go and look at the, again, I Googled mock draft 2022 NHL, and, and I'm like, every media outlet has video scout coordinator a guy that's living in his mom's basement like they don't know I know you think teams are like the Habs haven't told one person who they're going to draft number one overall and so who are you going to listen to which insider is going to tell you who they're going to take because nobody knows nobody knows it hasn't been leaked no which is insane but it's also exciting Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co. 